Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Markets 360 podcast. We cover the topics that matter from the global economy to market strategy. Hello, I am Marcelo Carvalho. I'm head of global emerging markets research here at BNP Paribas. And I'm joined by Luis Peixoto, who is our emerging markets economist. And today we would like to talk about the uh, recent disruptions in the supply of oil and gas from Russia and the potential implications for Europe. Today it's a Thursday afternoon in London uh, on the 5th of May 2022. So, Luis, we've seen from we've seen from Russia a new rubble for gas scheme for countries that want to buy Uh, gas and oil from Russia. Can, can you tell us how it works and why this was uh, put in place? Yeah, sure, Marcelo. So the Russian government they announced on uh, the 31st of March that they would demand uh, from 43 quote-unquote unfriendly nations, which uh, include actually the entirety of the European Union and the UK, uh, that uh, it had to pay uh, in rubles in their gas purchases instead of the US dollars or euros, which were determined Uh, in about 97% of the contracts. The new rule was effective immediately from that date and would include also existing contracts. Okay, so I would imagine that this new scheme uh, is in breach of the sanctions introduced by the European Union against Russia, is that right? Oh yeah, that's where it gets interesting because that's not necessarily the case. Uh, actually, the initial payment order from these countries is made in the same foreign currency such as euros, Or US dollars, uh, and that those currencies are converted to rubles only inside Russia in the Moscow exchange. Um, and the transactions are conducted uh, by Gazprom Bank, a bank which has, has yet to be sanctioned uh, inside the European Union. In fact, the first technical assessment by the European Commission, uh, the only one they released so far, uh, is that the new rule may not be in breach of existing sanctions. Okay, but uh, wait a minute. If uh, the, the new rule is not a breach of the sanctions, then why are some European Union countries refusing to join uh, the new scheme? Yeah, several of them actually already spoke out against it. Uh, we include here major countries like Italy, uh, Holland and Germany. Poland and Bulgaria, in fact, have already stopped receiving gas after the distributors refused to open accounts with gas from bank to pay uh, through this new scheme. Um, we think this... Uh, it's also political, but also because the new rule is actually in breach of all existing contracts. Uh, and in terms of sanctions, then it's really a bit of a gray zone. It's hard to say whether uh, it falls inside, outside this new raft uh, of sanctions that were introduced since the start of the invasion. Okay, a gray zone. But look, at the end of the day, should we expect the European Union to stop receiving natural gas from Russia? Yeah, Marcelo, look, I think more countries will certainly stop receiving gas. More countries in the European Union, uh, such as Poland and Bulgaria, already stopped receiving it, uh, but not all. Uh, we know that at least four countries have already paid uh, Russia in the new scheme. Uh, over 12 distributors opened accounts with Gazprom Bank to do so. Uh, so, all in all, we don't expect all the European Union to stop receiving completely Russian gas. Uh, countries that are buying in the new scheme will continue doing so for a while and those flows might be diverted to other importing countries where members uh, refuse to join uh, the new scheme. Okay, so that's for natural gas. Uh, what about oil? 
I know that the European Commission has announced recently some measures. Uh, what do you think of that? Yeah, the measures are uh, actually really significant. Uh, the plans unveiled so far, they point at the EU completely halting imports of Russian crude and oil byproducts by the end of the year. Uh, bear in mind uh, that the EU was relying on Russian oil for uh, 30% uh, of its supplies just two years ago. Uh, but it does not mean a total embargo, and that is important, does not mean a total embargo on all Russian oil. It does appear to include looser deadlines for countries more reliant on Russian crude, such as Hungary uh, and Slovakia. Um, and also, uh, it, do, it is conditional on the EU uh, getting new sources of uh, supply from, from other countries. For Russia, though, it could be a really big thing here. We are talking about a potential hit of 8 percentage points of Russian GDP uh, by 2023 already. So a huge impact on uh, Russian external accounts. All right. So to keep it simple, it sounds like at the end of the day, it means less natural gas and less yeah. oil supply from Russia. Is that right? If that's the case, it is going to be inflationary, no? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think this is really the bottom line here. Uh, the crux of the matter, higher inflation, uh, less supply, um, and also uh, economic impact too, as, as we, we discussed uh, recently. Uh, bear in mind that on oil, uh, the EU was relying on Russia for 30% of its supplies, gas 45% just two years ago, so quite a significant impact. Uh, they will have to deal with alternative sources, uh, but all in all, important to flag, the EU was already getting used to less gas and oil in recent years uh, from Russia. They were already uh, looking for alternative sources. Uh, so compared to the estimates on the street, it might not be uh, as a huge impact as some uh, are uh, estimating. Okay, so the bottom line seems to be to the Eurozone, this means uh, higher inflation and less growth. So thank you, Luis, for joining me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. This communication does not constitute research, a recommendation, or any form of advice from BMP Paribas or its affiliates. It does not consider your financial circumstances or objectives, and it may not be suitable for you. It should not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part.